Ezra International presents. Out of exile into the promised land. I will take you out of the nations. I will gather you from all the countries and bring you back into your own land. Today, Jews are returning to Israel in great numbers in fulfillment of Bible prophecy, and we as the body of Christ are called by God to meet their need to return home. What if you heard that your next-door neighbor was hungry? Would you feed them? What if you saw a friend being attacked because of racism, the color of their skin, or their nationality? Would you come to their rescue? What if you knew that your own family member was cold, or scared, or sick, or dying? Would you do everything in your power to help them? Jesus calls us to make a difference, and today you can. The Jewish people are experiencing brutal hate crimes against them all over the world, and many are in need of finding a home. Their home is Israel. Visit EzraInternational.org and give your gift of hope before time runs out. We're so glad you joined us on Out of Exile into the Promised Land. We have a very interesting guest that is, that's with us today. Uh, she comes all the way from Kiev, Ukraine, and her name is Anya Nekatenko. She is uh, my translator when I'm in the Ukraine, my interpreter, uh, and uh, she is our main, I would say, you're the boss there in our Kiev office. Is that okay? I'm not. I know no. you don't. <laughs> but you're the office manager, yes, right? That's right. Yes. Well, Anya, thanks for being with us again. This is your second time on the program. Yes, thank you for having me here. Oh, we're delighted to have you again. Well, listen, uh, things, are, things are picking up. Things are moving, uh, I think, faster now, aren't they, as far as the, Much faster. With the Jewish immigrants leaving for Israel? The numbers have increased again, yeah. which is a good thing. But uh, uh, so it's got to keep our staff. Of course, I know because I'm there all uh, quite often. But it's got to keep you and the other staff members quite busy. Uh, yeah, very busy. Especially we have a lot of uh, Jewish people living for Israel uh, during uh, September, October, during autumn, uh, fall time because uh, children are going to school. That's why we have, we are very busy during the fall time. During the fall, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, so, you know, when I'm out speaking in churches and so on, people ask me, you know, uh, are they still coming? Uh, and, of course, that's, that's why I wrote the book, and still they come. In great numbers. In great numbers. And, uh, of course, uh, in the year 2000, when the last intifada started in mm -hmm. Israel, the numbers declined. Uh, because of the outbreak of violence, but uh, since then they're they're on the rise again, aren't they? I don't know. Uh, I don't. I think we always have a lot of work, and a lot of people are going to Israel. Sometimes uh, a little bit uh, more, sometimes less, but yeah. uh, they are coming all the time, and 
Yeah. So that's happy. what it's all about, isn't it? Yes, it yeah. is. Now, is this, uh, was this uh, Ezra International's idea to do all this kind of oh, stuff? Oh, of course not. It was God's idea that he told about uh, 2,500 years ago in the Bible, and many prophets would say about that, about Jewish people living uh, for Israel in the fulfillment of Bible prophecies. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's God's will for them to live for Israel and uh, live in a promised land, that's yeah. their land. Well, Anya, maybe you can help our viewers understand the uh, usually the harsh the harsh conditions that the Jewish people we work with are living in in the former Soviet Union countries. Now, I know you're based obviously in Kiev, Ukraine, uh, but we're working in Ukraine, Russia, Siberia, Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan Georgia, Armenia, yeah. um, Moldova. Uh, Belarus, and it just goes on and on. Uh, but you're very keen on what's happening there in, in uh, Ukraine. Maybe you can share with the audience the kind of living conditions that they're facing and maybe a little bit uh, talk about uh, anti-Semitism that they're dealing with. Yeah, of course, it's uh, very difficult to describe in a few words uh, all the uh, difficulties that they have living in those countries, but uh, uh, really all those countries that belong to former Soviet Union, they are not rich at all, and the uh, people, most of them, live in villages, in small cities, where without running water, with a lot of dirt and mud around and um, they face uh, a lot of hardship finding working places and especially if anti-semitism is rising and when it's rising it's very difficult for them to get job before they were not able to get any education because of being jewish and sometimes they really do have problems when they would uh, come to some working place um, inquiring for a job and they're jewish uh, they won't get it just yeah. because of being jewish just because of Jews. Uh, and I've met uh, many of the Jewish people over the 13 years I've been working with them that those who are fortunate enough to find jobs, a lot of times, because they're Jews, they're making 50% less yeah. than what the non-Jews are making, that's doing the same right. job. That's so right. it's a form of that's persecution, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yes, that's what is called anti-Semitism. Yeah. Uh -huh. Anti-Semitism at, at all levels. At all levels. And, and now we see it at a very, very dangerous level. I know when you and I and my teams are going into apartment buildings and things, we see spray painted Science, on the yeah. swastikas and uh, Jews must die and, and kill the Jews and just all kinds of horrific Perfect thing. So, so God is using the anti-Semitism, I believe, on you to drive them out of these countries because God's heart, isn't it? He wants them home in Israel. That's right. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think he is using that uh, also because it makes a lot of Jewish people think about what they will have uh, living in this country and being persecuted and what they will have when they, when they will make Aliyah. So it helps them. Yes, yes. Helps them make that decision. The families, the Jewish families that uh, we have dealt with over the years, uh, uh, what I have noticed, if they are young married uh, couple, husband and wife, and they have two or three children maybe, and I always ask them, as you know, because you translate for I don't say anything that you don't know because you're translating in, into Ukrainian or Russian with them. Uh, but I always ask them, why do you want to go to Israel? And almost Every time that mother or father will say to me, so my children will have a future. Better future, yes. Better education, better health care, yeah. 
Yes. That's right. Yeah, because they are persecuted, even uh, even at the youngest ages in schools. In schools. Uh, the teachers them. even call them yids in Different front of the names, other. names, yeah. Horrible names. Uh, yid is a very derogatory word that they used for Jews in the former Soviet Union. And, and teachers in front of the other students call their Jewish students yids. Uh, and uh, these kids know nothing but persecution their entire life. Anya. I always say it this way, I, I really believe the only safe place for a Jew is in the land of the Jews. That's right. I, is that accurate or? Yeah, of course it is. That's why we're helping them to make Aliyah, we encourage them to leave. Of course, first of all, in fulfillment of Bible prophecy, but uh, yeah, uh, better life is ahead. Oh, so and uh, now since we began the work 13, oh, 15 years ago, uh, we have in, been instrumental in, in moving almost 40,000 Jewish mm -hmm. people to Israel. We That's have right. in our system right now about 32,000 right, uh, that we're working with to get their passports and their visas and all that. So, you know, that's over 100,000 people. Uh, and that's a lot of people. But uh, I always tell congregations that's, that's pretty good news. But the bad news is there's still roughly, what, one and a half million, two million left in the former Soviet Union countries? A lot, yeah. Many in Ukraine, many, many still in Russia because it's a very big country. Uh, a lot of them in Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan, all those countries. Yeah. So we will have a lot of work. We have a lot of we work. We have it a lot and we will have more, much more. Yeah, yeah yes. Uh, because I think as we get closer and closer to the, to the uh, second coming, uh, the whole thing is going to speed up. There's going to be a, a, just an increase in, in the numbers that are coming. And folks, you can be a part of that. Uh, we're going to take a break here, and we want you to watch this, uh, this announcement we have to help you understand how you can be a part of this end-time prophetic move of God. I always say it's one thing to see Bible prophecy being fulfilled, and I and I see it in our work, uh, but it's something else to be a part of it. And here's your opportunity to be a part of it. Uh, so yes. stay tuned. Uh, and and take advantage of that phone number on the bottom of the screen. We ask that you uh, pick up the phone, dial that number, and ask, uh, ask the operator, or tell the operator that you want to be a part of helping God's chosen people to the land of Israel. Uh, this is your opportunity. And you know, Anya, God said in Isaiah chapter 49 and verse 22 that uh, he says this. He says, this is what the sovereign Lord says. See, I will beckon, or I will call unto the Gentiles. And folks, if you're not Jewish, you're a Gentile. So that's a mandate to you and I as members of the body of Christ. See, I will beckon unto the Gentiles, or call unto the Gentiles. I will lift up my banner to the nations, or to the peoples, and in some uh, translations, nations, which means goim in, in Hebrew, which means Gentiles. And they say, they, the Gentiles, will bring your sons in their arms, and carry your daughters on their shoulders. That's exactly what we are doing. And, and how, how, how are we doing that in, in the Ukraine? What, what are we doing for the Jews? Once we find them, what are we doing for them to help them in their, in their move to Israel? It depends on their situation. Sometimes if it's elderly person or disabled person, we literally carry them to for example, hospital or different institutions uh, if they have to have their documents done. Uh, sometimes we'll br bring them food because they cannot uh, uh -huh. go out uh, or something else. 
Uh, it depends on the situation. Yes, uh, we're going to pick up on that after this break. But uh, uh, folks, uh, please take advantage of the uh, toll-free number. Pick it up, make contact with us, and you become a part of what God is doing prophetically in these last days. This is your opportunity. And God said there in Genesis chapter 12 and verse 3, I will bless those who bless you, meaning the Jewish people, and those who uh, I will curse those who curse you. So here's your opportunity to be a blessing to, to not only the Jewish people on you, but to God. Because this is God's program, this is God's plan to gather his chosen people from all the nations and bring them back into their own land. And, and he wants you, a member of the body of Christ, to be a part of it. So uh, uh, stay tuned for this message. Uh, take advantage of the opportunities that uh, are available to you. And, and then come back and join us for the next segment. From Siberia to the Amazon, from Budapest to Buenos Aires. Jewish families hear the call to return to their biblical homeland, Israel. Their prophets foretold long ago that the return to Israel in our time would be a miracle. And it is. The prophets also foretold another calling for our time, to the Gentiles. And it is a call that Ezra International responds to each and every day. And you too can answer that call. You can bring Jewish people back to Israel from the four corners of the earth by praying, by learning about Aliyah, and by giving of your finances to help those in need. Join us at EzraInternational.org today as we answer the call together. Well, welcome back. We're having a wonderful time here in our, on our set today with uh, our special guest, Anya Nikotinko from Kiev, Ukraine. She's been working with me for about nine years now and doing a fantastic job in the Ukraine. Anya, we were talking just prior to the break that uh, anti-Semitism is becoming a problem. A very uh, big problem. A, a very big problem? Yes. It's, it's coming, becoming to the point where it's literally costing people their lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, yes. uh, so this is just another reason why we must get them out. We've got to get them out quickly. Now, I have a video clip here I want to show the viewing audience of uh, you and I with, uh, uh, with uh, several of the Jewish people that we've worked with over the years and months to get them ready to go. We're at the Borispol Airport in Kiev, Ukraine, and that was the day of their home going. That's what great day. That is a great day for them and for us because this is what it's all about them leaving to go home to their homeland, the promised land. Uh, so uh, let's take a look at that clip now, and we will uh, share with the viewing audience all that took place there. Well, here we are at the Borispol Airport, just maybe an hour before they had these uh, precious people have to go through the customs and uh, passport control. And from there, they make their way to the airplane to make their freedom flight to the land of Israel. They're so excited. I have had an opportunity to spend the biggest part of the morning with them. We've gotten to be good friends. And uh, it's exciting to know that all of this has been made possible because of Christian believers just like you who have responded to the call of God when he has said that he would call the Gentiles, that's you and I, the, the non-Jewish people, to gather the seed of Abraham from all the nations and bring them back into their own land. And here we are, uh, just minutes before they make that flight. 
And Arthur here, I told him that he was going to be seen all over the United States. And he would be a, a, a very famous person in the United States. I said everybody would want his autograph. But uh, look at that face. Isn't he a precious young man? 12 years old. And he's going to start a new life. A life of hope. A life with a future. And you made it possible. So on behalf of all of these, let me say thank you. Spasiba Boshoya in the Russian language means thank you so very, very much. What a glorious day that was. Uh, I remember it as if it was yesterday, but this event that you just saw uh, takes place on a regular basis. This was one of our departures leaving from the Borisbal Airport in the city of Kiev. Uh, as uh, the Jewish people were getting on their plane, they were going home. It's an exciting time for them and an exciting time for us. And uh, how about that little Daniel, 12 years old, uh, what, a, what a great little kid he is. They're home in Israel. That's great. And uh, uh, what, what we want you to understand is that there's no way that we could do this work uh, without you. Uh, and uh, Anya, I, I believe you said you, you'd like to just share something with the, with the people who are watching. Yes, of course. I would like to thank everyone who is helping either financially or with prayers or in some other way for all your help and everything you are doing for Jewish people uh, in Ukraine and other Soviet Union countries because without your help, especially financial help, it would be completely impossible for them to leave. So that's why I thank you very much for all your donations, all your prayers. Thank you. The praying is a big part of it, isn't yeah. it? Folks, these, these people need your prayers. Uh, they're living in, many of them, uh, you and I were filming in one home, I had dirt floors, no electricity, no toilet, no running water, uh, just deplorable conditions. Uh, I believe the average uh, Jewish uh, people were working with make somewhere between 17 and 34 dollars 50 dollars a month maybe Probably. I mean how can you raise a family on 50 dollars a month and uh, so before they're able to leave on you what what's the first step in their process before they leave uh, what do they have to obtain uh, as far as documents go and they have to obtain all kinds of documents, like they have to buy their passport. If they don't have documents proving their Jewish heritage, they have to find those documents. And it takes them uh, a lot of uh, many trips to different regions and sometimes countries uh, to get those documents. And as you've told, uh, told uh, their salaries or income is very low, and there is no way they can do all that without uh, somebody else's help. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, just a passport alone is uh, the average cost for each person in the well, family. Eighty dollars. How much? Eighty. It's eighty now. Yes. Oh my goodness! I remember when it was forty-five. They have increased it to anymore. eighty dollars a month. Yeah. So that's even put more of a stress on our finances at Ezra International, because folks, if it's a family of four and they have to buy four passports, it's a hundred. It's, it's uh, three, what three hundred. Four, uh, say 100, 180 and 180, 360 dollars. That's a lot of money for wow. them. Yes, most now, of them cannot afford that. Now, for us, you know, we would come up with it somehow. But if this family is only making maybe 50 dollars a month, how can they do that? 
is impossible. It's completely impossible. And that's just the first step, isn't it? Yes. Now, you mentioned that they have to travel to... Travel sometimes many times. Sometimes it takes them years because they cannot do everything uh, at once. And uh, the long process that we have in Ukraine uh, um, in many different institutions with documents, it takes them many months yeah. or sometimes years to get the documents done. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember if it's before you began working with Ezra uh, or not in Kiev or after, but one family we worked with for four years. Yeah, before so, we, yeah, could we get have a lot of people like that. Yeah, yeah. and two years is pretty common. Uh, I think the average is around six to nine months, isn't it? If yes, everything's it in order. Yes, if everything is in order, if they have time to travel, because it also takes their time, they have to leave their job or whatever they're doing to travel to another region, the country, to search for the documents. It takes some money. Mm -hmm. so that's why it's a very long process. And very costly process for First, them. And, yeah. and uh, as you said, and I appreciate you thanking the viewing audience, because, uh, listen, if they don't stand with us, if they don't uh, uh, just feel the tug of the Holy Spirit on our hearts to, to bless God's chosen people, it's just not going to happen. Impossible, yes. It's impossible for us to help anyone. And uh, folks, I want to remind you that this is God's plan uh, for the Jews to return to their homeland. This is the state of Israel. It's not Ezra International's plan. It's not Anya's or Barry Wagner's or Melvin Hosel's. It's God's plan. That 2,700 years ago, all the prophets of, of uh, the Bible wrote about the day when the Jews would make their way home to the land of Israel just before the coming of Messiah. And that's the, that's the, that's the prophetic season that we're now living in. Yeah, that's yeah. right. We're actually fulfilling Bible's prophecy. Exactly. Bible prophecy is being fulfilled every time that uh, our staff puts uh, a Jewish person on the airplane. Uh, and, uh, you know, in, in, uh, uh, in uh, Jeremiah chapter 16, it talks about God calling for many fishermen. Well, here's the fishermen that God was talking about. Uh, our staff people in the former Soviet Union country, uh, they were prophesied about 2,700 years ago. And, and so I always tell our staff when I'm there and I meet our representatives and, and fishermen how vital all of you are to this operation because without you being on the front lines of battle, if you will, we can do nothing. We can do Thank nothing. You. So uh, we appreciate so much the work that you're doing there and, and will continue to do, I know. And I'll be soon bringing another team uh, mm -hmm. in about, uh, what, four weeks, I think. Yes. We'll bring a team from the United States to go into the homes of the Jewish people and be with them and encourage. I, I, that's something I want to touch on, discouragement. In your work, are you finding many of these people after this long, they begin They're to become discouraged? discouraged? Yes, they, they discourage already or before they come to us because of life is very difficult and they don't see any hope. And our representatives very often have to convince them that there is still future, yeah. there is still hope, and you still can find a better life in Israel and you won't be persecuted all your life and Amen. so on. Yes, they're very discouraged. Amen. Amen. So, so not only are we helping them to return and, and rescue them and, and restore them, but uh, really a lot of the work that we do is encouraging. We have yes. to encourage them to uh, stay, stay with it. Uh, we're going to be with them every step of the way. There's not going to be a day that goes by that we're not with them to help them in everything that it takes to get them ready to go to Israel, and we will be there when they get on the plane. So uh, we have another message for you, how you can be 
be a part of that. So I pray that you'll just stay with us, stay tuned, and take advantage of the offers that are about to be made to you. Will you please? It was a long cold winter in Russia this past year. COVID cases were high and the economy has suffered. For Jewish people trying to make Aliyah to Israel, there have been delays up to seven weeks to get on flights. But now as spring approaches, corona cases are decreasing and some restrictions are lifting. Currently, there are hundreds of Jewish people backlogged and ready to go home to Israel and thousands more who will follow. The Lord said through Jeremiah that He'd bring back the children of Israel from all the lands. Ezra International has helped over 80,000 poor Jewish people find new hope in Israel. You can be a part of this prophetic fulfillment for only $30 a month for one year. You can help a Jewish person make it home to the land of their biblical destiny. Please visit EzraInternational.org and give the gift of hope today. Welcome back to our discussion with uh, Anya, who is uh, one of our key people in our office in Kiev, Ukraine. And Anya, we've covered a lot of bases here in a very short time. We've talked about poverty. We've talked about living conditions. We've talked about anti-Semitism. We've talked about the need to encourage these people. And uh, that all happens in their homes, in our offices, all over the former Soviet Union countries, doesn't it? Yes, it, yes, it is, yes. And it's, it's, a, it's such an important and vital part of everything that we stand for, every, everything that we are, and everything that God has called us to do. That's right. Do, do you feel as I do, Anya, I, I, this is such a holy work. It's very holy work. Such yeah. a holy work unto God. I, I always say sometimes I, I, I'm almost afraid to touch it. Because you remember when the Ark of the Covenant was being brought into Jerusalem, it started to teeter on the trailer, and the man reached up to steady it. Well, what did God do? God struck him dead, because that's not the way it was to be done. It it wasn't even being carried in the way it was supposed to be. And uh, so it's such a holy work on the God, and we take it very, very seriously, don't we? Yeah, it takes a lot of... uh prayer time, first of all, uh, for our representatives and fishermen be strengthened by themselves in order to go to those homes and encourage them. Sometimes when people have very difficult situation, it takes a lot of time, again, of prayer time to pray with them or for them for the situation to be solved because without God and without His help, uh, it's not impossible. Yeah, Uh, man cannot do anything about that. Not by himself. And folks, these are prayer warriors. I, we always have uh, prayer services and praise and worship time in the office when I'm over there with them, and they, they know how to pray, and uh, that's a big part of what we do. So, Anya, thank you again for being with us uh, on the program today, Out of Exile into the Promised Land, and thank you for being with us as well, and we trust that you will tune in again next week for another program of Out of Exile into the Promised Land, and we want to encourage you to become a part of what God is doing. Don't just sit back and watch Bible prophecy being fulfilled, we want you to be a part of it. And you can do that by taking advantage of those offers we made during this program. So until next week, thank you and shalom, shalom. From Siberia to the Amazon, from Budapest to Buenos Aires, Jewish families hear the call to return to their biblical homeland, Israel. Their prophets foretold long ago that the return to Israel in our time would be a miracle, and it is. The prophets also foretold another calling for our time, 
to the Gentiles. And it is a call that Ezra International responds to each and every day. And you too can answer that call. You can bring Jewish people back to Israel from the four corners of the earth by praying, by learning about Aliyah, and by giving of your finances to help those in need. Join us at EzraInternational.org today as we answer the call together.